good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to Ongakadu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of December 15th. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Greg. What's happening, dudes? Yes, it's been a while. It's been like, what, a month and a half? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Have you been, man? All right, just busy. But with that, let's continue on what we've been listening to. So let's start with you. Yeah, no, uh, work, work, work's been keeping me very busy. So I haven't had a chance to listen to nearly as much as I would like. Because, like, the Fantastics have dropped their latest album called Fantastic Rocket. And I've been really wanting to dive into this thing. And I've listened to maybe three songs on it and just haven't really had the chance to dive into it. But, like I said, I've been listening. I've been checking out, like, the first couple of songs. I mean, this is just, you know, really a compilation of their single releases and stuff like that. But, you know, I've been really enjoying it and looking forward. Uh, I'm looking forward to being able to dive into it hopefully soon. Uh, they finally released the new opening for the new Common Rider series, which I have only watched the first four episodes of. I, I don't have much of an opinion on. It's not. It's gotcha not really good, apparently. <laughs> I, I, I've seen like a lot of people complaining about it. I, I really liked the first four episodes personally, but I I, I, I could tell like this was not going to be to a lot of people's tastes. That being said, the opening is really good by Back On. It's just called Kimmy Story with an X in the middle of it. it. It's really good. It's got like this nice punk rock feel to it that's really nice, very energetic. Great opening for Common Rider. And so I, I, they just added that. I've been listening to that. Ivy has dropped their latest single called White Snow. It's a traditional winter song, but, you know, Ivy I, hasn't done a whole lot this year. And I've really enjoyed this release. So I've had a lot of fun with that. White Jam just dropped their latest single too. Suna Doki. And, or sorry, Suna Doki. And it's pretty, pretty good. Not my favorite White Jam song of the year, but it's pretty good for what it is. Definitely nice vocals. Uh, Generations has dropped their Beyond the Generations EP. And it, it's really good. It, it is really, really good. One of my absolute favorite songs of the year just happened to be on it. And yeah, that came out maybe like a week or two ago. But uh, it, it's really good. I've, I've been listening to it on repeat when I can. And definitely worth checking out uh, if you're a Generations fan. I think there's a, a lot there that I think you, you know people can find enjoyable. Lastly, I've been listening to... Chiguwa Gulove by LOL. And this is a really, really good LOL song. And I've really enjoyed it. It's a little different than what they typically do. This is a little bit more of a laid back tone. And, you know, they, they've been mixing it up a lot as of late. And uh, I, I've enjoyed it. I, I've enjoyed it. But uh, it, it seems like the release releases lately have been very sporadic. And, and as a fan, that stinks because it's just like, well, you know, I'm, I'm wanting to, you know, I, I hate the the wait, but because, you know, you know, when you love a group, you want to hear more from them. But still, you know, I, I, this was a great release that dropped, I think, at the tail end of last month. And I, I remember talking about last time on the last episode, but uh, I'm still listening to it. So I wanted to bring it back up. 
And other than that, it's it's been pretty quiet on the Western Front. Some some more American Christmas music and stuff like that uh, when I'm with the wife, but you know nothing too crazy. Kent, what have you been listening to? So I've been listening to a whole real hodgepodge of things. So I've been listening to Fischl Hige's latest single, Soul Soup, which is I think it's being part of the Spy X family. I'm not too sure. I'm not. I say I don't keep up with anime, so I'm not. I'm not too sure about that i think it's the one of the openings or endings for it but it's it's a really good release it's you know it's official he back into form and i've been really enjoying a lot of that uh, i was also listening to i'm young's latest ep which is anone it's really really solid the star song of of that is anone really really solid overall i was also listening to rosalia's latest r- single violent wine which is really good um Speaking of Tokusatsu, I was also listening to the Godzilla Minus One official soundtrack there. If you guys haven't watched Godzilla Minus One, try and go watch it. It's a fantastic movie. I've heard it's fantastic, and it's on my yeah, short it's, list. Yeah, it's, it's really watch. good overall. Really it's, it. it mostly focuses on the human drama about it, and it really goes back to the nature of what Godzilla is supposed to be, which is a force of nature that just comes at the most random ass times <laughs> which is my favorite version of godzilla like my absolute favorite version is him just being this force of nature but yeah i've heard a lot of good things about the movie i haven't heard much about the soundtrack so it's nice to know that you've been enjoying it yes. makes, that gives especially me especially that even and more then i've been listening to, to tonon's Lo- uh, snow love single as well i've been also listening to ohashi trio's latest ep which is uh, Karata Chino Yume. I was also listening to Chill Spot, uh, Chill Spot's latest single, which is Mado Romi. Really, really solid. I was also listening to, if you listen to our, what, or read our own Gaku Goes, I was listening to Rogue featuring Taichi, Mukai Taichi, which is a music human. Music Corner alum there. So it's, it's really interesting that, because after the fact that, you know, we originally did the music corner. I could not see the appeal of Mukai Taichi, but he's been pe- peeping up every so often with the right collabs with Lucky Tapes and stuff like that. And I've been loving a lot of his recent work, so it's a nice little change there. So, but overall, I was uh, go ahead. If if I. Rem- what, what what's funny about Mukai Taichi is if I remember yeah. correctly, he was my pick for Music Corner, and you've actually kept up with him way better. Well, than because I he know. keeps appearing in a lot of the collab song. songs that I listen to, uh, so that's the only reason why. It's not like I actively look him out. It's just that he appears every so often, and then I always keep up with, especially because Apple Music does a very nice thing of every Thursday giving you every Thursday or Friday giving you a like a handful of songs that came out within like the last week or so or a couple weeks or so and just was like hey here's a playlist that you might like and he usually does show up because it it, it usually encompasses it look it peers into what kind of genres you usually listen to and then kind of throws it out there so for a while for the first couple of weeks because i was in japan um, I usually don't like to listen to a lot of Japanese music when I'm in Japan because it keeps me it go it, it brings me to become very insane there. So I listen to a lot of pop punk. So a lot of pop punk artists just start showing up into my my music mix because they were like, "Hey, 
we we see you like this what about more <laughs> so they're like oh hey they funny. made a remaster <laughs> of uh, Bur- uh boys like girl you want to listen to that i'm like no not really we're not, not right now man <laughs> only if i'm in japan <laughs> but yeah no overall i've been listening to a handful of things there and yeah I'm getting really excited to do our roundup for for the year. And it's one of the episodes I usually look forward to the most. Same. Uh, it, it's so my two favorite shows have always been uh, the the Kohaku uh, and the end of the year show. So uh, they'll be back to back uh this year uh but they're even though they're like they're the longest and and some frankly the hardest to to produce they're absolutely worth the time and effort and energy uh to hear what you guys have been listening to all year and uh listen to your top songs is is always a treat and here you know hearing like what your favorite album was your top artists uh all that stuff it's always fascinating and i'm looking forward to how oh, that won't be to the following episode, but yeah, and I I've kept that locked. I, know, I kept I know, that lock and key. Uh, Luna was asking me about it because she was like, "I don't see that list anywhere." I was like, "No, I delete that as soon as the episode is done, and they keep a copy to me so that I make sure that now y'all are cheating." <laughs> yeah, I I I I don't remember any of my predictions, but I am. Willing to bet. Look, I haven't, I haven't even done the couch yet for that episode. But let me, let me just kind of take a peek over to it because I haven't looked at it, at it, and God knows how long. So hold on, let's see. Real quick, while you're looking, I wanted to mention Snow Love. I talked Mm. about it more, I think, on the last episode and this, but yeah, that is a good, that is a really good release by Tonon. And spoiler alert, it just made it off my top five. I, I've been enjoying it, so uh, I thought it was a great release by Tonon. Actually, at least two of them might happen. I haven't. Yes. I don't. I, the I one I know probably had happened. The other one, because you asked about a number one single for a specific group, and I'm just like, I I haven't really checked the Oricon, but we'll double check that. But I I don't think it happened, but it could have happened in the weeklies. But not the monthlies. <laughs> Luna's one is very interesting as well because I think like a lot of them are half points for hers. Because <laughs> she she announced like she put like someone's gonna announce the retirement from Johnny's. Technically, it happened with King and Prince. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, that that one's uh that that was such a like. You're not wrong, but also like Johnny's. Oh, at that point, at that point, we didn't know. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, we had no idea that that was going to happen. My, that's probably my mine. Mine was very easy. We'll have a debut from LDH group, and we'll make a splash in terms of debut. Yes, that did happen. (laughs) Ask any of the three LDH groups that debuted. Yes, four. There was four, four then. So there we go, yeah. man. Yeah. So, but wow. No, like I said, LDH is literally the only reason why Avix is getting kept afloat right now. Let's just say that much. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to the monthlies of November for 
for the Oregon here. And a lot of it is very interesting. So we got a couple of anime groups. We got a couple of Korean groups as well. Or Japanese and um, Pro Project 101 Japan groups in here as well. We do have an Exile Tribe group in here. And then the majority is the 48s and then Johnny's or Smiles, Smile Inc. I think that's what they're specifically called. But Yeah, Smile. I think we've been calling them Smile Inc. Although on the, the Oricon page, it still says Johnny's, but it just yeah, it's it's always, we are calling them Johnny's. <laughs> but yeah, anymore, with so. that, let's continue on to number one here. It's... Uh, Bambina Bambino slash Lonely Bus by the lovely Karin Miyamoto. So she was one of the former members of Juice Juice that kind of graduated back in November of last year. And she made her solo debut shortly after. And this is one of her first releases here. By by herself, anyway. So overall, I mean, it's it's typical idol. Let's just say that much. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it, it kind of reminds me of like maybe like idol music, but without like the other members. So you don't really get like the the backing vocals or the harmony of it. You just kind of get like the solo idol experience. And uh, personally, for me, can, uh, I it it didn't work for me. I I just I just don't think she's that much strong of a vocalist to carry a tune like this by herself and that that that's that's my my thing yeah, of uh, picking back about yeah it does sound like a, a typical idol song that relies on the other members vocal strings to kind of help her up but because she is because miyamoto is singing this song by herself it really pinpoints her vocal range and unfortunately i don't think it's meant for this type of song to be perfectly honest. I think, yeah, I, I think she's a talented vocalist, but I don't know if the song compositions that she's working with here really g do the best that they could to really elevate her and put her to where she probably needs to be. Like, I, I, I think if, like, you know, idol music works because you, you have, like, the other groups, kind of like what Ken was saying, where, you know... Uh, well, you can have other members I, I, you up where you're weak and stuff like that. I wouldn't say I don't use it. It's mostly the the type of song that she's trying to sing was more of a juice juice type of song that really relies on the other members because you know you could be an idol and just be yourself. So <laughs> that's true. That that is very true. Solo yeah. idols are a thing. I, I forget that. Yeah. So for but, her uh, for her specifically, indeed. I think so it's you, just you that correct. she tries to sing a more juice juice style of song. But for, it forgets the fact that, oh yeah, I'm by myself. I don't have the other members to kind of prop me up here. And unfortunately, it feels like, oh yeah, her weaknesses are very, very much in the forefront because of this. Yeah, I, I would I, I would be interested to see kind of like what else she could do. Because like I said, I think she's... You know, I can yeah. I can see her, and, and I'm pretty sure she has, herself. and she had a couple uh, other releases. I, so. I just don't. So it's just an unfortunate yeah. amount of just, I guess, the stylism she's trying to sing with this particular track, or the set of releases wasn't the type of song that is more towards her skills, and it's unfortunate that happened. 
not to say she's a bad vocalist it's just that you have to find the song that is paired right with you so to speak oh yeah exactly and and uh i i like like you said uh i just yeah i i think there's there's a mismatch here but, I mean, regardless, you know, Bambina, right. Bambino, Bambino, nice. slash Lonely Bus. So the wonderful 20,635 copies here. And going on up to Black Crap by the wonderful uh, Kusuha, who is from the VTuber group Niji Sanji. So this is the first time we've dealt with a Niji Sanji person here. We've done with Hollow Live people before on the Oricon, but this is the first time that a Niji Sanji person, especially a male vocalist for Niji Sanji, has appeared. And it's very interesting that this is the first male VTuber vocalist that we've come upon. We, we, we mostly came across a female's one beforehand. And this is his debut single, and it was used for the anime Get Night World, I believe, um, as the opening song. And yeah, you can tell that particularly this was playing to that anime strength and i feel kind of bad because i know kusuha probably has a much more better range if he was left to his own devices but as a song for an anime he was typecasted into the role of i gotta sing songs about the anime kind of thing or something to fit the anime and i don't think that was a good use of his skills so to speak yeah this is this is my first time with a male vocalist VTuber, but, uh, you know, Kusaha, it, it was, it was an interesting experience. Uh, for me, I, I don't think Black Crack works, uh, too well. Uh, I, I can kind of see this fitting in anime, uh, but, and it might be great as an opening, but it doesn't stand on its own two feet for me uh the the composition's just so frenetic and all over the place that it for me it just doesn't land and i i don't i felt like you had a similar problem mm. with all three of the tracks on this ep uh liberty and freedom and dummy break all suffer from very similar problems where the composition just doesn't quite come together uh and i i mean the the vocal work is pretty pretty good for what it is and i think if i think if the compositions were better i would have enjoyed this a lot more but for for the composition work it just it's just like i said it just it feels like it's just so all over the place and frenetic and maybe that's the the mood that they were going for they wanted like this frantic you know tense feeling and it, it, like i said it may work great for an anime opening because uh, it does give you that sense of uh, hype and ten, you know high tense situation where you know things are at stake and you know anything could go down at any moment. But just as a solo listening experience, it just like I said, it just didn't quite land for me. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Like I said, I think Kasuha has a much more better vocal range than what was delivered with black crack and it's unfortunate that you know what happened happened but i mean regardless it sold very well at twenty seven thousand eight hundred and thirty one copies here and going on up it is a holdover from the following month with uh tagging hana with ini and 
I, I'm on, I'm, because I wasn't on the last episode, you know, this is my first introduction to this. And I think you get rid of Tag off of this song or off of these ha- handful of releases here. I think this is probably Uni's best release I've ever heard in my life. And this is coming from a person that despised one Project 101 to the point that when I saw it, I was like, oh my god, it's Eni. I, I, I don't really feel the same way and about it that I'm going to like it or not. And we were talking off air just a bit and I you had similar thoughts as I did towards this release as well. Yes. Yeah, no, what, what basically what you said is a lot of what, like what I said uh, in the last episode and last month, this was a fantastic release by Annie. Uh, And, and I was kind of similar. I had that same, like, like when I saw them on the Oricon, I was like, Oh gosh, you know, Annie, Oh man. But Hana is so good. It's probably their best song. Yeah. I, it, it's not much of a competition. But th- this whole release, like like you said, Tag is... It's a very, that, that very rip right out them of song. Let's just say this much. <laughs> yes. Yes, it, it very is. But 10 Things is really, really good. And You Win is also really good. Just... just uh, Tag, and, and again, I, I get it, you know, Tag is definitely the, like the roots of the group. It's what they do. They're, that's probably their their most comfortable position, if I'm being honest. Uh, it's just not, it, like, that's just the one, that's the one song. But uh, it was an easy plus sign for me last month. And, you know, I have been going back and listening to Hana and 10 Things uh, a little bit, but nothing too crazy. Uh I, like I said, this was easily their best release. I don't think it's much of a competition Regardless, there. this month it sold a lovely 28,758 copies here. And going on up to number 7, it is Katsu, uh, Katatsumi by The Rampage from Exile Tribe. Now, I want to say this much. This is probably their best release. Well, I, I, bar none. The, like in, in Rampage history, since they're inception of the group this is probably their best release i i i really really like this release overall this is the style of music that they need to kind of and they have been slowly but surely moving from to a more vocal heavy style which they needed to because they could only get away with the abrasive style that they first debuted with for so long and i really liked what they did here for the whole entire release. Yeah, no, I, I think you've hit the nail on the head. Uh, I, I can't disagree with you when you say this is their best release since the group's inception. Because you're right. It, it is. It is. Every track on here is really, really well done. And it shows a, a maturation of just the, their singing uh, and their song composition, vocal styles. Uh, it just comes together so well and is like you said like you know they can't do that young hip thing forever they're, they're gonna they're gonna get older and they need to kind of adjust to that uh, and I think this was a step in the right direction uh, for the group uh, Katsumi the title track is really really good and probably the rampage's best song to date 
bar none. The rest of the tracks are uh, songs done by single members of the of the group, and they're all really good. Uh, but I think Katsumi, with the, just that magic of them coming together, the the vocalization, the harmonization that they do in this is so good. Uh, and definitely just a highlight in their discography. So hopefully we get more stuff like Katsumi. That would be fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just in awe of this release. So I'm, good job for the boys here. Overall, it's sold a wonderful 41,549 copies here. Going on up to number six, it's another holdover from another month. It's time for AKB48 with Idol Janakat. Da-da, by AKB48 and you know it's been a while since I've heard an AKB song that sounds like they're at least trying so I, I don't know if this was a holdover from the following week or not I'm just looking at the arrows here it seems like it was but yeah no if I don't remember exactly I could probably look it up real quick but it, it was, was number two it was on here last month I I know that for a fact yeah uh yeah, yeah, it was number two. Uh, it was good. It was nice to see them still holding on. This this was a pretty solid release. I didn't hit the plus sign uh, the first time we covered it, and I, I still didn't find myself hitting the plus sign on this one. It's definitely a step in the right direction for the group. I, I feel like, you know, this was a solid release that uh, hit the mark, and like you said, it feels like they're trying. They're not just resting on their laurels yeah. they they, they've been resting on it over like the past like seven years man they kind of need to <laughs> yeah 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 it's like, it's like i don't know how many of your laurels they have uh i mean they i'm certainly still have like some diehard fans but you know you, you've really got to really show up and, and do it i i thought this was pretty good you, you know the more I listen to it, the more I like it. It's you know, I, I, like I said, I've listened to it last month. I re-listened to it this time, uh, and each time I listen to it, I like it just a little bit more than last. So, you know, I don't know. I'm I might hit the plus sign on it after the show, <laughs> but right now it's still not in my library. But it, it's good. It's a good release, uh, and, and you know, the the full track is good, not just uh, Idle Nan Kaja. Nakatara I remember Do the Dance was really good too which is the third track so the whole release is is pretty solid and you know maybe this is a sign of things to come for AKB48 I hope so I, I would like to see them go back to their heyday I don't think that's happening but you know if they can get a little closer there it'd be nice <laughs> but yeah this month it sold a lovely 52,190 copies here. Going on up to number 5, it is Fly High Grand Prix by Kepler. Now, kind of like how we said with Eni, you take out one song, the rest of the songs are just alright. I, I, I ended up liking Kepler's uh, Galileo and Giddy song much more better than Grand Prix because of the fact that Grand Prix is so abrasive. Ah. <laughs> uh- Honestly, I I felt like the best song on the release was Sugar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like like I thought that was a really good song. Uh, and and Kepler is a group. I I have a pretty well documented history trying very hard to like not having much success. Uh, and Grand Prix is 
I think you, you called it abrasive, Ken. I, I don't know a better word to describe it other than that. It, it, it's definitely that. Uh, if you did not know the name of the song was Grand Prix, trust me, you will by the end of it. Oh, yeah. So many times. They say it a, a healthy amount of times. It sounds like you're at a Grand Prix. But, but yeah, once you get past Grand Prix, it does get better. Uh, Sugar was really good. Galileo was pretty good. And Giddy was pretty good. Uh, so, you know... M- uh, maybe there's there's hope. Like I said, sugar was really good. I I, I got close to hitting the plus sign on sugar. I, I really did. I I thought that was a really good song, and it's just it's it's this nice sweet. It it's I it it's a well named song. Sugar is very very good name for that song, but it's nice and it's sweet. It's got a good melody to it. Uh, and it's a little bit more of a vocal performance. Like, like it's nice to hear the girls singing a bit more. Uh, so I, I did. I, I liked Sugar, and it's only two and a half minutes long. It's not really all that long of a song. So it's like you can kind of appreciate it for what it is, and it goes on its way. Uh, that's the good thing about Grand Prix too is it's very short. But uh, yeah, no, I th- I think like you know it's it's nice to see Kepler still being pretty relevant. Yes, in the industry, so maybe because uh, I know Les Seraphim's like been like the big big thing, but uh, there's a lot of girl like the amount of girl K-pop groups in that's really prevalent in the Japanese music industry has gone up a lot over the past year or two. So. Yeah, you can thank Twice for that. To be honest, yeah, twi- twi- Twice was they- they're the ones that started it. Yeah, they're the one that started the third K-pop boom in Japan. I would say. But I will say I this might be Kepler's best release yet for me personally on a personal level. Yeah. Uh, so, Overall, it was yeah. it was really really good, and I think it's for yeah. the both of us. I think we 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 do have to agree here. This is probably one of their more better releases here. Regardless, Fly High slash Grand Prix sold a wonderful fifty three thousand seven hundred and sixty seven copies here. Going on up to number four, it is Gifted by news and for a a release that has reached over a hundred thousand copies here spoilers i just thought it was all right to, to be perfectly honest i i just thought it was really good it's a really solid release done by news they didn't really shake the pot all too much so to speak no we, you know we we talk about how sometimes groups will release a uh a safe release and I, I really feel like gifted by news is is that uh it was very much a song that plays to their strengths for, for better and worse uh you know uh they are not breaking any mold on this one though uh it is very much just kind of a safe song but i, I liked it i thought it was catchy and enjoyable uh but still uh i thought this was a good release yeah it I, I do think it's a little high on the on the chart for what this is but I, I know that they have a solid built-in fan base so that's probably what did most of the heavy lifting for this one but yeah i mean gifted sold very very well Hundred twenty-eight thousand six hundred and eighty-nine copies here going on up to number three it is kimiwa nani nani ato Utsuru no Ka by STU48. I'm pretty sure I butchered that last part, but I'm surprised STU is still a thing. They lost a thing that made them so unique here. 
lost their boat, and they're just a group that's just together. And they lost their main, which is Okada Nana, so I don't know what's going on with this group. Like, if, if, if there's one group that you cut, you cut your losses, it's STU48. The continued existence of STU48 is, I'm with you, is bewildering to me. They, they, they don't have the cruise liner anymore, which was the whole thing that they existed for. And like you said, their lead's no longer with the group. They're sticking with it for reasons I've yet to figure out. But uh, Kimi wa nani o kokai surunoka it's not that bad of a song. I mean, it's pretty decent for what it is. I, I don't think it's really bad. I, I mean, I, I mean, there's a lot of idol songs that are very much in this vein, but for what it is, I, I didn't find it offensive, but I didn't love it either. And I'm didn't, I'm not, I'm not going to hit the plus sign on it. It just, does what it needs to do and i guess that's okay for what it is but i didn't love it yeah i mean regardless it sold the 170,832 copies here but going on up to number two it is koishi ikiru koto slash magic word by king and prince this is the second release i'm not too sure this is the second release done by king and prince since their new inception uh it's their third if i'm remembering correctly Okay, uh, I'll keep you to that because I haven't, I haven't been keeping up. I haven't been keeping up, so I assume that is correct. But if the, if it is their third release, this is what I'm talking about having three releases here, because of the fact that both releases, both tracks of both uh, Koishi Ikiru Koto and Magic Word are wildly different in tones of composition and co- composition and tone and style of genre that they're trying to do. And it both works for them. Yeah, uh, Koshi uh, Ikiru Koto, I felt like was the stronger track of the two. Uh, but Magic Word was really good. I felt like, you know, that was definitely a solid release. Uh, definitely really good. It had a good hook to it. But Koishi Ikiru Koto really focuses on their their vocalization and their harmonization and even this even though it's just two members now like those those guys really know how to sing and i think it shines very bright in this release and just a great mel- uh, composition done that's just i found very moving uh and i i really liked it it's it's almost my favorite song of the week. If number one didn't have a very soft space in my heart, I, I would probably be. But still, I thought this was great. And King and Prince is still going strong. I, I'm actually surprised that they're number two this week. I, I feel like they, I really feel like they, they should have been number one. Uh, and as much as I love number one, I, I I think you know this release is stronger overall. I mean it's close number wise, but uh, I, I would have liked to have seen them be top of the chart over number one. For for what it's worth. Regardless, Koishi Ikiru Koto slash Magic Words sold a wonderful thirty 
361,824 copies here. And going on up to number one, it is I Wish by Nanini Wandashi. I'm very surprised you said that because I know Nanini Wandashi is your boys here. So, Yeah, no. Uh, and I do. I, I love this track. I, I think it's fantastic. But I, I think it, they played a little safe. It's just a little bit, you know, they, they, they really stuck to what they do. Uh, and uh, like I said, I have a soft space in my heart. I, I love this track. This was my favorite track of the week, but I, I, I'm with you. I would have liked to have seen them mix it up just a little bit more, but uh, I think this was a great release and the numbers are very close. So, you know, you know but I, this is really good. I didn't say I, I wish they mix, uh, mixed it up more beforehand, but yes, I will mention that now. Yeah, one of the big things that that I wish I personally didn't like about it, or not like about it, or dislike about it, but one of the major issues that I have with the release is, yes, you did what I asked. You stopped doing pop, but there's nothing in the song that brings any urgency for the most part, it sounds like you are just going through the motions. And it might be the fact that because this is probably their holiday song. And it's supposed to be a solemn song. Saying that I wish to be with you kind of thing. But, you know, I just wish they had some sort of ur- urgency in their singing. And I, this is one of the biggest problems that I have with... Nani Wadanshi as it currently is because of the fact that they haven't shown any growth within the last year and a half to two years. We're getting on their second anniversary here since their debut. And for the most part, they have done the same similar style composition tracks for a majority of their releases. And, you know, I, I just hoped that I Wish was a little bit much more I want to say had that urgency of, hey, we're here, where we are the future. We understand we're the future. We are the future of this, this of Smile Inc. of this corporation, and we are the Kansai representative of this, and we need to bring our own flair. But there hasn't been that that flair yet. Otherwise, you know, I think that. Johnny's West has a much more better personality-wise than how Nani Niwandanji is. Granted, they had two more years. So, I that that's the only thing that bugs me for Nani Niwandanji. And I wish really amplifies that that critique that I have for these boys. And I, and I wish that they had, it, you know, just a little bit more oomph to what they have. And show difference from the Johnny style, you know, because it's getting to that point that we just, I, I don't know what, what their, their so-called mission point is as a group. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you make a good point. I, I couldn't tell you what their mission statement is either, uh, other than you know be a johnny's group maybe like (laughs) which i don't know it's a low bar i mean like the thing is like like i just said tell me the difference between them and johnny's west because they're they're both the kansai representatives of the junior groups johnny's west and them and not niwandanchi 
are the Kansai representatives for for this style of groups. Um, their their predecessor, which was Kanjani Eight, their their leagues above them. Let's just say that I know that for a point, and you are to agree with that as well. But the thing is, it's getting to that point that oh, we're gonna get similar sounding styles of groups within the last couple of months, and it it just it just doesn't jive with me that they they don't have a differences between them and Con- or and Johnny's West to that point. Like you can tell the differences between King and Prince, Snowman, and Stones. All all three of them. You can tell the differences between them. But it's getting to that point that both and this is a critique to Johnny's West as well for a bit. <laughs> Because they're getting resting on their loyals of being the Johnny's group of the West, but they have Nanini Wadanji kind of just on their heels here. But they, they, both of them need to differentiate themselves just a little bit more because otherwise they're just going to sound the same. Uh, yeah, I, you, well, I do love Johnny's West and Nani Wadanji a lot. Uh, I think you make a good point. Uh, and they do need to really distinguish themselves apart from each other uh because you know if you have like two groups kind of putting out the same music then why why have both groups yeah exactly uh, so yeah exactly yeah no no i i think you make a good point so i, I while I, even though i like both of them i i can't argue with you on that one regardless it sold very well you know it sold very very close to king and prince as well it sold three hundred eighty-five thousand two hundred and fifty-eight copies here and with that, let's kind of just partially go over the albums here. Generations by Exile Tribe, Beyond Generations, their album made number 10, so congratulations on them. Von D also had number 7 with Replica, so good for them. Stray Kids, number 4. Uh, Hinata Zaki, 46, with their do- album at number 3. And Jungkook with his album Golden, so congratulations to Jungkook there. But yeah, you know, be on the lookout for the next episode because the next episode is our year-end episode. So it's as a usual thing for our year-end. We always talk about what we listen to for the next, for for our, our best songs of 2023. So be on the lookout for that episode and hopefully you'll be there for more. But yeah, you can follow us on all the social media sites on X and Instagram at ongakudu you can follow the site where i talk about all the lovely news and releases at ongakudu.com you can also follow our affiliates cory hunter who is a variety streamer you can follow him at twitch.tv slash cory hunter k-y-o-r-y-u-h-u-n-t-e-r you can also follow our affiliate timber taff who is a variety streamer as well at twitch.tv slash under taff t-i-m-b-e-r-t-a-f-t you can also follow luna's sister Rose at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also follow our affiliate author, Fangirl Has No Name. You can follow her at twitch.tv slash Fangirl Has No Name, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also follow the gaming podcast that I do with Kyo, Timber, and Fangirl called Podsource. You can check it out by looking up all podcast streaming services under Cory Hunter, same as his Twitch handle as well. 
But yeah, you can follow me on X at O2YKen1 where I talk about Bang Dream, and I about Roboco, Herobo, and Joshi Pro Wrestling. Where can we find you, Gray? You can find me on X at Ongaku Gray where I post about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. So if you're interested in what I'm up to, just follow me there. You can also follow Luna at LunaMarie87 at all the local social media sites. But yeah, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this wonderful episode of Ongaku Ryu. I'm your host, Kenson. Thank you very much and have a great day. Bye-bye. And this is great. Thank you guys for so much for tuning in and look forward to our next one. Bye-bye.